Welcome to the Hannibal Rivertown Review Podcast, a celebration of Hannibal, Missouri, its history, its people, and its colorful characters, real and fictional. And now, the Hannibal Rivertown Review Podcast. It is time to put on our happy faces. (laughs) It is time for yet another adventure in podcasting. It is the Rivertown Review Podcast. I'm Harold Smith. And I'm Megan Rapp. And uh, we are going to be, speaking of happy, one of the, uh, especially this past, as we get together here at the end of September, in, at the end of, yeah, it is September end already, is September isn't it? September of 2019. Uh, of 2019. Uh, if there is anybody happier than Linda Colbert from the Mark Twain Cave, I'm not sure who it is. Linda, welcome. Thank you so much. And uh, as as we visit here, as we say at the end of September, uh, you have, let's, let's set all of this up. First some of all, backstory. some backstory, some backstory, yeah, to, to, to lead up to this. We, yeah, we don't just talk about Mark Twain in this podcast because no. you know we we talk about all the great, you know, interesting people in Hannibal now who have been in Hannibal, who have been buried in Hannibal, mm-hmm. who have passed through Hannibal. Uh, but who, we, we people do. people who don't forget the people who were supposed to show up in Hannibal and didn't uh, don't don't forget have we, those. Have we done a whole podcast on that? Because I feel like I could talk about that for an entire. <laughs> we, we did podcast. we did most of one on yes, it. Yes, 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 we I, did. Yeah. Anytime I'm able to vent my spleen on Val Kilmer, I will take that opportunity to do so. If, if, you cannot pretend if, to be Mark Twain and not come to we, Hannibal. We've had we've had enough <laughs> enough authors come through here that if if you if you. <laughs> <laughs> and I ever wrote a book about this podcast, the name of the book will be that would be Val Kilmer is dead to me. <laughs> that would, would that would be the name of the book. He, yes, he, said he is. He is dead to me. Exactly. Um, and I, I'm sure he's losing sleep about oh, it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, but we digress. So, no. Um, <laughs> that never happened. That never happened. No. As we have had talked about in, in many of our other podcasts, you know, Hannibal is, is synonymous with Mark Twain because he wrote about this place. It's called St. Petersburg but in, in the books, but he wrote about real people he knew. And so we've, that's why we have the Huckleberry Finn house and the Becky Thatcher house. And that's why people come into the visitor center and ask where Mark or where Tom Sawyer's house is. You know, I mean, it's, it, it's all a, a mesh because he brought this place to life in his books and it's going to continue to be um, a, a place where Mark Twain, Samuel Clemens, Tom Sawyer, they they all live here. They will live forever here. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. So that's some backstory. Yes. And now we have with us the owner of Mark Twain Cave, which yes. to me is just I I love the the very <laughs> notion that you can own a cave. Like own you don't cave. really think about it, but if you own the land, you own a cave. Whatever that's super cool. Under mm-hmm. the land, exactly. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And of course, Linda has been with us before. Uh, talking about the cave, this not only the bicentennial of Hannibal, it is the bicentennial of, of Mark Twain Cave. Absolutely, yeah. this we begin every tour with. Jack Sam's discovering that his his dog went in this hole chasing a panther. The winter of eighteen nineteen eighteen twenty. That's the first sentence almost of every tour. So, <laughs> it indeed is just so coincidental that it's all of this is happening at the same time. Hannibal, the cave. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. And when people tour the cave, one thing that they take note of as they take the tour and they look at the walls of the cave, their people through the years 
up until about 40 years ago when the National Park Service or whatever told them that they couldn't anymore, they would sign their names. Absolutely. And it's wonderful. I, I feel like it's historical graffiti. I love it. Mm-hmm. You know, I go in there every time and I find something new and different and fantastic. And then when they put the year underneath their name or beside it, whatever, you think, oh my gosh, what was happening at that stage in our country during while they were here in Hannibal or at the cave, you know. Sure. A lot of 1860s in there, just a ton of them. Hmm. And a lot of, in the teens, you know, during World War crisis, people took time out to come through the cave. It's just amazing. And I just, I just can't get over how many signatures and how many dates and just thinking about crisis and or, or fun things you know yeah. going at the same time now, now refresh my memory how long has it been since the cave has been officially open had been been o- a- officially since 1886 okay but um uh, you know, after the book was published in 1876, and the riverboats brought really hundreds of passengers up, and they would get off at Cave Hollow and trek up through the pathway to the cave. So it was, it, uh, Jim's, my husband Jim Colbert, his grandfather had a shingle outside his house that said guide service. So did John East. So did a number of people who lived in Cave Hollow. Just had a little sign out in their yard that said guide service. And so they would uh, knock on their door and want to go through the cave. And uh, some people, I guess, charged for it. Some did not, perhaps. I don't know. Some people took their time going through the cave. Some people you know, uh, hurried them through, just depending, you know. But it's been on radar since er, before 1886 of touring. Sure. Definitely with the, with the locals. Like you said, I mean, you know, Mark Twain made the cave famous because Tom Sawyer and Becky Thatcher and all the kids went and had a picnic and, and then went and explored the cave. And so it was a pretty standard thing if you grew up in Hannibal and it was a nice little walk down to the cave and on a very hot Missouri day I can mm-hmm. imagine that the cave being 52 degrees year-round would have yeah. year round. what a great playground for kids exactly sure. yeah. so you've got about you said um, estimated about a quarter of a million signatures yes, someone has estimated that and I wouldn't doubt that now, over about and we're talking about the the number I saw was as far as how much wall space you have there, about six miles mm-hmm. well, of yes. wall space. Yes. I mean, there's about three miles of passage, but you've got walls on each side. Okay. You know? There you go. There I'm you go. Not a math major, hence, but yeah. Hence passage, <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, exactly. Yes. And, and no matter where you go down any passageway, there are names. Mm-hmm. You know, the established path, who knows when the established path that we use today was really... Uh, the path, you know, when kids would go in there and in Samuel Clemens' time, you know, they they went wherever they went. Bring you your know, lanterns and your candles during and... the back yeah. passageways, you know. Yeah. So so all together, back up in that hill, you know, as you say, about three miles officially. But how much other is all back up in through? Well, there? it's just the hill, you it, know. It's, it's not subterranean. Sub, yeah, subterranean. Oh, it's, it's not underground. It's just no. in the hill. It's in the hill. When okay. the hill stops, the passageway the stops. There you yeah. go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's where the little soda straws, it's like an umbrella. Uh, that hill is. It's just like an um, umbrella. And where the little uh, 
spokes of the umbrella come down and the water passes down there on any given rainy, rainy day, that's where the little tiny soda straws that grow up into stalactites happen. Uh, there's a thick layer of shale over the top of the cave, so the, the rains do not penetrate in that shale. Hmm. And uh, it's about six feet thick, they say. So that's why it's a dry cave until you get to the spokes around the perimeter of the cave, and then it's very beautiful. But uh, um, where were I was going, it's just in the hill, you know, it's, it's in the flat. And when the hill runs out, the cave runs out. Well, in three miles of, of passageways and six miles of available writing space, um, you, you've, you've been looking for something for a while, and this year you, you found it. I did it. find it. I've been looking at it for 20 years and never <laughs> finding it, and people long before me. You, have, yeah, you and others, yes. Have been, always been, looking. There are always, certain signatures you knew had to be there, but you'd never been able to find them. I know it. And mm-hmm. on July 26th of this year, uh, the uh, Mark Twain Museum held the quadrangle Clemens Conference, which means every fourth year they scholars come to town. We had we had uh, <coughs> Melissa on here, mm-hmm. uh, uh, who had was a speaker, a pre- presenter at the Clemens Melissa Conference. School, yeah. mm-hmm. And one of the fun little field trips they get to take at night after they've done their scholarly work during the day, they come to the cave, and um, my friend Cindy Lovell and I t- uh, just happened happen to be on the tail end of the last tour as almost like a tourist, you know. I mean. Sure. Uh, a lot of times I guide one of those groups through the Cape, but this year I just tagged on behind and to visit with my friend Cindy. And uh, we had two other people that were right in front of us that kind of tagged on with Cindy because she's so knowledgeable and everybody likes to tag on with her yeah, because another, you might uh, get inspired with some other little tidbit of information. Yeah, another and, another previous guest on the podcast, uh-huh. Cindy, if, there, if there's a bigger Twainiac I'm not sure who it would be that Sydney Lovell, form, sure. former former executive director of the Boyhood Home and Museum. Uh, I don't know if there's anybody else that can lay claim to having uh, run both the Boyhood Home and the Hartford House. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but she she has mm-hmm. that uh, has that distinction. She does. But uh, you you and she were just uh, you had you had your flashlight and the the ter- when we had the press conference the other day uh, the term that she used she was like a like a, a cat looking at a laser pointer uh, and following the flashlight <laughs> over was. the walls of the cave. She was. I just had my flashlight. She didn't have one. I had my flashlight and. Uh, as we just always do, just kind of scope the walls to see what we can see, you know. And it it just happened to land on the name Clemens. Yeah. And, I feel like you we know, need big music. Like, <laughs> oh, we should have thought dun, of... Dun. Exactly. Yeah. Yes, that's right. Big crescendo here. Yes. yes right. found the yes. name Clemens yes. in the cave for the first time ever. Yeah. Yeah. And it had, and it, it had been right there in plain sight. For over, yeah, for, well, I mean, he over was, only, he moved from Hannibal 1853, so that thing has been there for 170 years, mm-hmm. just sitting there waiting for somebody, waiting for you and Cindy S- somebody to, to, f- to, discover to, it. to find it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Just very unassuming. Just, just amazing. Just, just sitting there going, doo, 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 mm-hmm. doo. Yeah. watching all the people go by. Yeah, that's right. people. Yeah. Yeah. Hi. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm right <laughs> Some, here. Somebody find me yeah i'm here and and finally finally and 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 cindy just said oh she just all just started yelling clemens clemens oh yes there it is her voice got so loud and her eyes got so big (laughs) 
uh, for all of you who know Cindy, and she can talk so fast. We can that, all see it. We can yep. all picture oh it. It's not gosh. a stretch at all. No. Yeah. <laughs> so the two men who were in front of us lingered behind with us because there were so many stories that she was telling. And, and now with this great discovery, you know, the, the rest of the tour went ahead and they were in the in the cave and out of the cave for well over an hour before we surfaced again. We just got so lost in the moment, telling stories. And then we, we even took the, these two scholars back to see the Brad Paisley you know, signature. Uh-huh. We showed them the play, place where Cindy and I walked off in the adventures at Huckleberry Finn. It talks about where they went into the cave so many, so many feet and to plan their gang of robbers and what they were going to do at that moment. And we showed them that spot. I mean, we just got so lost in the cave and in the moment, not in the cave exactly, but lost in the moment. We forgot all about time. And I have a feeling that's what kids back then also did. They just got lost in time. They played, they got lost, they found themselves, they got lost again, they came back out (laughs) on the path, you know, and that's just kind of what we did. And uh, we had lights, of course, time but uh anyway we discovered that signature and my gosh what do you do with it now it's it's just like you find this item this wonderful item but you don't know what to do with it you know you yeah. don't know whether to keep a secret kind of or you let the world know about it and um and and yes for those of you listening yeah you know, we're gonna we're gonna tell don't get ahead of us okay. because the the people that are talking you know they're listening to this now are going now wait a minute anybody could take a pencil and write the word and write it's, the word clemens mm-hmm. on this on the side of a wall mm-hmm. because but finding it was just the first step in the process absolutely then then what do you say you know what do you what do you do about this so so you have to say, is it real? Is it is it really his? Yep. You know, I mean, I could go in there and write that name in there. Sure. Because it yeah. is in pencil. It is in pencil. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, what was the what was the next step after you found it? Um, then came uh, the authentication process. Yes. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. There were two scholars, not the two that were with us, but two scholars ahead. Uh, we took a picture with her iPhone, and uh, we all went out of the cave. And those people had gone on back to the hotel or back to the museum, whatever it was. <laughs> they were oblivious. Yeah. Yes, but Dr. Alan Grimmins, who is a an authority on um, Samuel Clemens' penmanship, said, "Oh my gosh, this this indeed is an eight mid eighteen hundreds signature." That was his first statement. Mm. Now, now, he, now, he was there at the time? He was. Okay, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. of the conference. Yes, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. yes, he was mm-hmm. there. Sure. And uh, so that was our first inclination that maybe this was real. He said it is a mid, the calligraphy of it is typical mid-1800s. So, good, you yeah. know. That's step uh, one. Yeah. Step one, that's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, his um, other friend who was with him, uh, said, you know, I have seen many documents. I have the biggest collection of Mark Twain memorabilia at my place in Austin, Texas, that there is in the nation. He says, I've seen that signature many times. Not a total authority like Dr. Gribbins, but and nonetheless, an immediate authority. Sure. You know, well, so, but you want somebody to validate their conclusions. And and you had somebody we did. that can fill that role. Yes. Uh, thanks to Cindy. She knows 
She knows who to talk to. It's, yep. it's wonderful. Uh, she calls Berkeley, California, uh, UC Berkeley, and where the Mark Twain papers are, the Mark Twain project is all housed there and got a hold of a, a wonderful lady. And with discussions back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, they ruled out the siblings. So their conclusion was that without seeing it, that undoubtedly it is. You know, we, we're going to say it's 99%, you know, without them coming here with their uh, laser lights or their, you know, um, carbon, equipment. Yeah, carbon detection car, car, yes, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. carbon dating mm -hmm. stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, they're giving us the green light here. You are as sure as you can possibly mm -hmm. be. That mm -hmm. This was Sam Clemens' mm -hmm. signature. Mm -hmm. It's not the. It's not the. It's not Pamela's. It's not Orion's. It's not the younger brother Henry. Henry. Yeah, it's, not Henry. Um, it, it's not. Back to the Hannibal Rivertown Review podcast in just a moment. If you like what you hear, be sure and subscribe and leave us a review. And if you have a suggestion for a future episode, email us at rivertownreview at gmail .com. And people and we who went through when you made the announcement and, and saw it, we can see it. And the, the, you have to have a more of a high resolution photo, a picture to really see it. But it looks like he took something and tried to etch his name into the side of the into the Indeed, wall. Indeed, yes. Mm -hmm. the The name Samuel is etched underneath the penciled. Clemens, mm -hmm. and so he could have taken a rock, or he could have, if he had a nail in his pocket, or some other sharp object, uh, started that, and thought, I'm, I'm putting words out right now that's mm -hmm. probably not true, but, you know, <laughs> thought, oh, that's not very showy, oh, nobody will see that, you know, uh, finds a writing a pencil, and writes his last name in there, why he didn't write his first name over the etched Samuel, who knows? Yeah. But, but the the name Clemens is very pronounced. It it's, is. It's very legible. You know, it's not been touched since nope. that day. It looks like somebody just took a pencil. You it know, really does. Yesterday or mm -hmm. whatever, yeah, mm -hmm. and just and wrote the name Clemens mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's about four inches long, I would estimate, mm -hmm. without. Yep. Yeah, it's not in a well lit place, but it's, it's it's right there. It's it's on the tour. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. But and it's been right there all along. And, and and you and you talk about looking at these signatures that are dated and that kind of thing and thinking of those times and that kind of thing. But man, what goes through your mind when you see mm -hmm. his yeah, signature? Yeah, because that would have there. to be prior to 1853. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know. And, uh, yeah. This and all that is the fact that yeah. Yeah. We we knew we knew he was here. We knew he visited. He came all through here. All of his friends are in the times. cave. All yeah. of their names are in the cave. And you know, I'm we're going to start looking at those friends, little spots in the cave where the friends are to see if there's anything else in there. Cindy will be back in October <laughs> again. So uh, so the hunt continues. Yes, the hunt continues. Yeah. It's now, been you know, verified. It's it's bona fide, Harold. It is bona. Bonafide. Bonafide. That's exactly authenticated and, and all that good stuff. It and, is. And now the search continues. Now the 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 uh, I'm I'm not near I any any expertise I have on Mark Twain I have learned from you know many people, including the people in this room. Uh but the the, the other names that come to mind, uh Tom Blankenship, 
the car- the person upon whom Huck Finn is based, Laura Hawkins, the person on whom Becky Thatcher is based. Mm-hmm. There are others as well oh, that, yes. that we that we know from Mark Twain creating these characters based on these real people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But they're they've got to be there too. Well, they are. They they are there. Laura Hawkins. We haven't found that, but you know, we found not not the the friends that we know of as in the book, but his real other friends you know okay. the, the maybe the person who was ben rogers or joe harper you know those kids those, those names are in there and so you know it it's just you know if you go in anytime with today or 100 years ago you go in there with a bunch of friends think you're going to put your name on the wall they all do not not just one of you all yeah, of you will put every, your name every, every, if you're in a group of kids and one does it everybody's got everybody's to do it. Do yeah. It. yeah oh yeah Mm-hmm. So, so, I mean, so if so if Sam Clemens named there, those other kids' names got to be they've, there too. They've got they've, to be they've there. Got to be. Now I'm I'm wondering about Tom Blankenship. To me, he probably was pretty illiterate. Whether he knew how to write his name at that mm. point, I would wonder about that. Cindy always thought, you know, as much as we looked for that name, she says he was so poor he didn't have a pencil, he didn't have a candle, but you know his buddies did. And and he did go to school. Mrs. Hoare was his teacher, mm-hmm. and he he could have stole a pencil. You sure. know, I mean, I wouldn't put it past him. <laughs> you know, and that's not a bad thing. You know, especially if you put it to good use. So uh, I did not share that theory with her, but I have come to the personal conclusion that I wonder if Huckleberry Finn is in there. It would be surprising if it was, in my opinion. Okay. All right. Uh, you share that. that? Any thoughts on that? Yeah, I don't. I, I don't know. I, I want. I wondered about the the literacy issue. So I'm. Yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Mm-hmm. I, I'm. I'm still amazed that it. Knowing now that it's in there, I mean, the cave is so big. <laughs> you know, how, how on, I can't. I still can't believe it was found. Mm-hmm. Cannot believe yeah, it was yeah. found. So many. Pa- there's 260 passages. You know, mm-hmm. in there to yeah to scour and the ceiling. You know, mm-hmm. there's names up on the ceiling. Yeah. You know, there's and and and, an, and another question came to mind. I, Linda, I asked you this prior to this podcast. We we talked on the radio and uh, something when I was telling my wife about this. A question that came to her mind is: Okay, you got this signature in pencil that's 170 years old. And you've got this cave that tends to have moisture on the walls and that kind of thing. How did this signature in pencil last for all these years? Mm-hmm. Well, there's a, there is airflow in there. Mm-hmm. And uh, my husband, Jim, I don't worry about this, uh, thought that the exchange of air happened about every seven minutes. Hmm. So, uh, but yes, there is a lot of, Mark Twain said, the cave walls are dewy wet with cold sweat. You know, but in that era, in that spot, it's quite dry. It is. Very dry. Mm -hmm. And it might be the composition of the limestone versus the dolomite or, you know, the harder rock. So um, it has to do with airflow. Mm -hmm. Okay. And at this this point, it has not, um, it has, uh, it's it's a to be continued as to whether or not, you know, you you put it on the tour because like you say, you know, it is in pencil. You, you want it to be preserved. So of of course you want folks to, to be able to see it on the other hand. You don't touch. Right. People aren't, (laughs) 
don't look, always do the right thing. <laughs> look, 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 but don't touch. Yeah. Right. And, 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 uh, and we're and, going, and, we're and, addressing yeah, that. Yeah. You're working on that. Yeah. We are. Mm-hmm. Yes. We have decided that the public has a right to know. So, I mean, we put out a press conference. So, mm-hmm. you know, you yeah. have to back up your she, word. She, she, with... she invited the whole town to a press conference and didn't tell anybody <laughs> what it was about. It was the most amazing, amazing <laughs> day on Tuesday. And they all came. It's yeah. just like, well, you know, it's yeah. like building well, yeah. this baseball field and they all will come, you know. Yeah, you, that's right. Yeah, yeah. you offer food. Yeah, and, but that's, uh, that's the key right there. <laughs> over a lunch had, hour. You had, you had food, yes. Yes, we invited maybe 60 people and we had at least 75. So. <laughs> It was fabulous, and not a one of them really knew why they were there. No, it was exactly. it was so that was the fun. best part of you know having you know having the mayor do an introduction for something of which he has no clue what he's introducing. Yeah. And, 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 he, and he said that yeah. right there at the podium, he yep. says, "Yeah, we're all here, and we don't know why. We don't know why. Yeah, we have no it idea." It was a fun, fun day. I enjoyed every minute of it. So, uh, but anyway, back yes, to yes. Uh, preserving it. Preserving you know, it, yes. we've, uh, I'm going to go to the National Cave Association on Sunday. So we have our first meeting on Monday. Uh, and I will address the uh, issue of what has anybody else done to preserve uh, a penciled, you know, uh, artifact like that. So in the meantime, you know, the cat's out of the bag. So in the meantime, we are putting... A, a piece of plexiglass over it and um, it will uh, stay there until we know what else is better to do. Uh, it will protrude away from it so the moisture doesn't get on the back of the plexiglass. Uh-huh. But we just don't want to, and we're making it big enough. I mean, it will stick out like a sore thumb. But, you know, it, it's only like four, it's almost just like a signature. It's sure. just. Yeah. Right. Four inches long, you might say. That's Three right. or four inches long. It's it's not huge. Uh, it's not even as big as Jesse James's signature, you know. So, uh, but we're going to make this piece of plexiglass. Giant. Giant. Mm, great you know, big. Yeah. Very big. So they can't get their arm or their pencil or their yeah. whatever yep. uh, mm. up in there to touch it. So, I mean, it will stick out. But, you know... Uh, that's that's what we're doing in the meantime until some authority says this is what you need to do to preserve it. Was you spray something on it? We don't know, but we we will. That's our next project is to research what to do with it now that we have it. Yeah, in and, order to preserve it, and, and it works out well. The timing of you going to a, an organization where you're you've got a lot the, of people. The timing on all of this is incredible. <laughs> oh yeah, you've got the Hannibal two hundredth birthday. Mm-hmm. You have Mark Twain Caves birthday you had the clemens conference now we have the national cave association for backup and help all the stars are in alignment here it is it could make your hair curl if my hair would ever curl and if i if (laughs) i had any curl yeah yeah there's all of that it's definitely the best cave birthday present ever (laughs) well Thank you. Happy birthday, Cave. Yeah. Here's here's here you go. Here you go, Linda. Here's Clement's signature. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The present he gave us, you yeah. know, on our two hundredth birthday. I really didn't put it in quite that perspective, you know, but indeed I could talk another hour on, on that. <laughs> so but 
Yeah, yeah, it's it's like you know, like Sam, you know, nudged God and said, "Hey, you know, help me out here. Give him yeah. a little extra. It's the two hundredth birthday. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, just... Needs a little, another little reason to celebrate. Exactly, <laughs> as if we don't have enough. Yes, <laughs> you know, that's right. Yeah. Uh, but what a story! My goodness, it's uh, it's amazing. I mean, I'm still just kind of shaking my head over it and. And hey, you know, years from now, because you can be listening to this podcast at any time, sure. you know, head on over to Google and type in, you know, Clemens signature in Google News and it'll still, it'll still pop it'll up the stories. Yeah, it'll like, still, it'll still be there. Yeah. And if our podcast is still there, then, you know, that story will still be there. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. And of course, now that you know, you're going to have to come to Hannibal or come back to Hannibal mm-hmm. to tour the cave for the first time or for 80th time. I don't yeah. care how many times you've been there. Yeah. Now you've got you've got, got something new and different now. And, and if, if, if you've never been here and you come to see that and you look around and go, I like this town. Maybe you maybe we should uh, been looking to relocate. Maybe we should come here and, and move here. By yeah. golly. All because of that signature. Well, you you never just know. never know. You yeah. never you never know. I mean, <laughs> this town of Hannibal is is getting so beautiful. The downtown is exquisite. The buildings are being painted. The trees are planted. The flower box are blooming. You know, the sidewalks are done. The street is done. I just think downtown Hannibal and is just a, a not very nice place to come to. Yeah, we, we, we like it. That's that's one of the, the one of the motivating reasons why we started doing this. Well, that yeah. and the giant piles of money we're making here. <laughs> oh, funny girl. Made myself laugh. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you did. Mo- monetizing podcasts. We have found in the podcasting industry, everybody just kind of scratches their heads. About how to go about that. Man. So, okay. Yeah. But. You know, but what what we provide the world <laughs> is really, I mean, you know, it, gift without measure. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, the, Craig, the, uh, uh, jewels in the crown. Jewels or, in the crown. Yeah, jewels something in like the crown. that. <laughs> Linda Colbert, thank you. Absolutely, thank you, uh, and thank you, Megan. Yeah, and this this is we this is. Shut, you keep wanting to episode you know, 52 it is 52 yes yeah <laughs> you can say yeah, it it's yeah okay. we, we, we yeah, she finally she finally allowed me i got so hung up on numbers as far as what episode we were on that they, she started making fun of me for it and so i stopped doing it and so now it's okay for me to start doing it again but well poor, we, we, i was we, gonna we, say that the vein starts popping out i'm like no just just say the, just episode. Say the word it's well fine. the the one episode i didn't say a number was the last one and uh, with john davis here it would have been perfect when he was talking about zombies to refer to this as our as that is Area 51 episode. <laughs> yes, and, exactly. Episode 51. Area, well, I saw area, that number on the counter here, and I thought, I wonder what the, what's that supposed to be? Oh, oh, oh that's the, for the radio show that yeah, we did. Yeah, that was the other, the, other the, the mark that we have to hit. But the thing with podcasts is that we don't have a mark to hit. Yeah, we can go as long as we want, although we, we don't, because if we did we, we like to We like to think that we only talk long enough that our listeners still Care. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Leave, leave them. Yeah, give, give them right up to the point where they're going. Come on, guys, wrap it up. And we're and we're just what we're doing. That's what we're. Yes, trust us. We're we're wrapping it up. Yeah, we're taking the long way, the scenic route to get there. But we're we're doing it. Thanks for listening to Thank us, guys. Very much for joining us. I'm Harold Smith. I'm Megan Rapp. And we will see you next time on the Rivertown Review Podcast. Thank you for joining us for the Hannibal Rivertown Review Podcast. For comments and suggestions, email us at rivertownreview at gmail.com. Find us at rivertownreview.com or at Rivertown Review on Facebook.